0: listening to a Sharesies podcast. Tēnā katoa, it's Monday the 15th of November. This is Recap Made for You by Sharesies.
1: And if you don't know, Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation. I nearly swallowed that.
0: And here's the financial disclaimer. Thank you, Alice investing involves risk you aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with
1: any information we provide is general only and current at the time
0: if you're looking for help with your investment choices we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider hi alice hey jose how are you
1: good thanks sorry about the intro before i just had a little frog just immediately in between financially and empowered just popped up in my throat
0: Oh, that's that's all right. Um, it just went. What was the highlight from your weekend?
1: Uh, well, the highlight actually, what happened today blew everything that happened on the weekend out of the water. I have okay, to talk what about, was that? I have to talk about this publicly. Our little dog, Rooster, nine months old, went and went to the toilet on the outside mat that we have prepared for him on the deck that
0: sounds like a big milestone congrats
1: thank you thank you and i i can't tell you how much praise we lavished upon him (laughs) we bought we bought him clothes immediately online we gave him treats we patted him um for at least 20 minutes it's it's quite a milestone. i can't
0: wait to see him in some of these little outfits that you've been buying him then (laughs) but we should get into it shouldn't we
1: we absolutely should so i'd love to know what's been happening today alice
0: yeah, well, uh, just last Wednesday, actually, we talked on Recap about how General Electric, the big American company, uh, they announced that they were splitting up into three separate companies. Oh, uh,
1: That's right. I remember that.
0: Well, now another big listed company is following suit and they've announced that they're, they're also splitting their company up.
1: OK, so that seems to be going around. What, what company is that?
0: It's Johnson & Johnson. Uh, so the company made an announcement on Friday that they're going to split into two separate publicly listed companies.
1: Interesting. I mean, like until a couple of months ago, I have to admit, I didn't actually realize just how many different brands and divisions Johnson & Johnson has.
0: Yeah, I, I was a bit the same. Uh, I mean, Johnson & Johnson describes himself as the world's largest and most broadly based healthcare company. Uh, their business can sort of be divided into three broad categories though so firstly consumer health products so that covers things like self-care health and beauty products Uh, they're behind some of those household brands like Aveeno Neutrogena Listerine and even band-aid
1: and then what are the other categories Uh,
0: another one is medical devices so this part of the company is involved with making devices and tools that are used in the healthcare industry Uh, so like you know the types of tools that surgeons use uh, and other things you'd find in hospitals Uh, Finally, the last sort of broad part of the business is pharmaceuticals uh, products, and they develop drugs and treatments, which includes the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine.
1: Right. So what will Johnson & Johnson look like with these changes made?
0: Uh, Well, Johnson & Johnson will split off the consumer health products uh, part into a new publicly listed company, the name of which is still to be determined. And then the remaining company, which will retain the Johnson & Johnson name, that will be made up of the pharmaceutical and medical device divisions. Now, interestingly, Johnson & Johnson said in the announcement that the new Johnson & Johnson uh, will still keep that title of being the world's largest and most diverse healthcare company.
1: So why is Johnson & Johnson doing this then?
0: Well, the company said that by creating two companies, they will be better positioned to deliver improved healthcare health outcomes for patients and consumers, and be able to pursue um, more targeted business strategies. Specifically, CEO Alex Gorski said that uh, the board and management team believe that the planned separation of the company uh, is the best way to accelerate their efforts to serve patients, consumers, healthcare professionals, uh, and to drive profitable growth.
1: And what's the time frame for that separation? I assume it would take uh, some time to separate a company of that scale.
0: It sure does. So Johnson & Johnson have said that they expect the transaction to take 18 to 24 months to complete.
1: Thanks very much, Alice. And what other news have you got for the day?
0: Uh, Well, on Saturday, actually Friday in the US, uh, a company called Warby Parker uh, released their financial results. Okay,
1: so tell me about Warby Parker.
0: So they are a maker of eyewear. So they're like an online retailer of prescription glasses and sunglasses. They also have physical stores so that they're a chain, think like OPSM uh, or Bailey Nelson mm. or something like that, but American. Uh, now the company was founded in 2010. It's based in New York and actually listed on the New York Stock Exchange uh, just at the end of September.
1: Right. So I would guess I'd say that this will be their first earnings results as a publicly listed company.
0: That's right.
1: Okay, well, don't hold back. Tell me how their quarter went.
0: Okay then, so Warby Parker reported $137 million American dollars in revenue for the quarter. That's a 32% increase from this time a year ago and a 45% increase from the year before that. Now in the earnings call, uh, Warby Parker's co-CEO, Neil Blumenthal, uh, said that consumers are sort of returning to their normal shopping habits. Uh, the, the company observed that more people are returning to the Warby Parker physical stores rather than buying online.
1: And what about the company's product? profits.
0: So the company is loss making, they made a loss of $91 million for the quarter and that's compared to a $42 million loss a year ago.
1: Okay, so what's driven that bigger loss?
0: Well the company said that they had $24 million worth of expenses related to their listing on the New York Stock Exchange. Those things don't come cheap. Uh, And then they also put that uh, larger loss down to $65 million worth of stock-based compensation. Now these are expenses related to employees receiving shares in Warby Parker uh, as part of their pay package.
1: And did the company say anything about the quarter ahead, the last one of the year?
0: Yeah, the company said that they typically see a sales boost at the very end of December. Uh, they said that, you know, some people try to use up insurance benefits and things like that before the end of the year.
1: Totally. That, um, yeah. But
0: Wolby Parker expects to make between 539 and $542 million in revenue for the full financial year, uh, which would be as much as a 38% increase in revenue from last year. Thanks, Alice. So we've talked about two big international companies here. Uh, Shall we finish up with something a bit closer to home, Jose?
1: It would be my absolute pleasure to do so. So this morning it was announced that Good Spirits Hospitality plans to buy Nourish Group for $27.2 million.
0: Okay, what are these companies?
1: Yeah, that's a fair question. So Good Spirits is a public company listed on the New Zealand Stock Exchange. It's an investment company focusing on the hospitality sector, uh, mainly in the gastropub area. So they know they own nine establishments, mostly based in Auckland. Uh, and these include uh, the two Doolin Brother pubs, Danny Doolin's, the Cav, if you know that, uh, the Cock and Bull in Hamilton as well. Now, on the other hand, the Nourish Group owns 10 restaurants around New Zealand. Some of them are pretty well known, like Soul Bar, that's a pretty iconic uh, Auckland uh, restaurant. They also own Jervis Steakhouse, both uh, in Auckland and Queenstown, I think. Shed 5, Prada, um, Cafe and Grill are also among them. And they also own Euro in Auckland, uh, although that is due to close because of the impact of COVID-19 restrictions.
0: I must admit, um, in my opinion, Pravda Cafe and Grill does the best cheese scones in Wellington.
1: I'd have to agree with you. I have to agree with you 100% on that.
0: You just put them in the little toaster, you know, toast them up a little bit, bit of butter. You're good to go.
1: Uh, That's Um, that's an A-plus recommendation from the recap (laughs) team, guys.
0: But anyway, so so if I've done my maths correctly, um, this acquisition means that Good Spirits will basically double the number of venues that it has. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right. It'll double. It's the, the company to see it'll double their earnings and it also increase the amount of employees to 450.
0: OK, so what else can you tell me about the proposed deal?
1: So the way the deal is built is the base purchase is $21.3 million, the remaining $5.9 million is payable between one to two years after settlement, that's depending on the purchased venues outperforming other outfits in the market. The purchase will be funded through a mixture of cash, new debt and the balance through an equity placement. What that means is that they'll issue new shares on the company to fund the rest. Richard Sigley, who is the founder of the Nourish Group, will join the Good Spirits board and he'll also be on the executive team.
0: All right, so at the moment, this is a conditional agreement. What has to happen to see the purchase completed?
1: Uh, There has to be quite a bit of work uh, done yet. Uh, Good Spirits has to pull together the financing so they can pay the purchase price. Their financier needs to agree to the transaction because of the new financing uh, agreements. And Good Spirits shareholders need to approve the purchase. That'll be sought at a special meeting held in the first quarter of next year.
0: And that was Recap for the 15th of November. Thanks so much for listening.
1: And don't forget, as always, to give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We'd appreciate it. If you do want to get in touch, our email is recap at sharesies.co.nz. You can also leave a voice message on our anchor page. There's a link to that in the episode description.
0: And we will be back tomorrow. We'll see you then.
1: Matiwasi see you then.